Good morning. Does that sound okay? So we uh, turned this off last week and couldn't figure out how to turn it back on. So we'll have to wait for Daniel to come back for that. But Tyler did good. I told him he just had to yell a little bit. He's fine. So good to be here. I think Tyler hit all the announcements. Um, second harvest on the back uh, board back there. Looking forward to, to doing that again. Um, had a couple of big birthdays this week. She's going to kill me, but that's okay. So today's my mom's 70th birthday. So happy birthday, mom. <laughs> we would sing to you, but that's okay. And then dad's was last Monday, so he was 76. So had a had a week of birthdays. So happy birthday. She's going to get me later. <laughs> All right. Anybody with a special song this morning? All right. If you got your Bibles, turn over to Matthew chapter 21. <clears throat> Take a couple of weeks away from Hebrews here. Matthew chapter 21. So today is considered Palm Sunday, as you saw when you walked in the door back there. Rachel and her class had the... Can you guys all stand up real quick? Everybody was back there? And Rachel. Can you say what you were saying? One, two, three. There you go. Good job. Thank you. Palm Sunday. All right. So we'll, we'll read this and we'll just follow the Lord this morning. And this, the, uh, this scripture is actually in all four Gospels. Um, so it's really, really important. All right, it's called the Triumphal Entry is the title. Now when they drew near to Jerusalem and came to Bethage, to the Mount of Olives, then Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, Go into the village in front of you, and immediately you will find a donkey tied and a colt with her. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, you shall say, The Lord needs them, and he will send them at once. This took place to fulfill what was spoken by the prophet, saying, Say to the daughter of Zion, Behold, your king is coming to you. Humble and mounted on a donkey on a colt, the fowl of a beast of burden. The disciples went and did as Jesus had directed them. They brought the donkey and the colt and put, them, put on them their cloaks, and he sat on them. Most of the crowd spread their cloaks on the road, and others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. And the crowds that went before him and that followed him were shouting, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. And when he entered Jerusalem, the whole city was stirred up, saying, Who is this? And the crowd said, This is the prophet Jesus from the Nazareth of Galilee. From Nazareth of Galilee. We'll stop right there. So what we want to focus on this morning is the question there at the end. Who is this? Who is this? 
like I said, this, this story is in all four Gospels, so you can go and, and read those later. I believe it's, I know it's Luke 19. I can't remember the others. You, you can find them. I was reading through all of them. <clears throat> but Jesus had been traveling for, for quite some time. And I believe right before this was when he... Was it? Sorry, I, my train of thought is just gone. It's, it's been a crazy week of work. But this this chapter in Matthew it starts like the the last week of Jesus' life. So I think the if I remember right the first the first twenty chapters was like his three year ministry, and these last eight I think the other gospels are very similar. These last eight were like the last you know, several days of, of Jesus's life. And Matthew, his entire book presents Jesus as the Messiah, as the King. So I was thinking as I was kind of, you know, you can kind of picture, you know, what Rachel and the kids back there were doing. I was kind of picturing Jesus coming through there on a donkey. And in all, I mean, the tons and tons of people and excitement and, and just everything you could imagine. And I don't know why it made me think of the, the UK catalog. <laughs> has anybody ever been to a UK game? Probably all of them are about the same way. But has, can you imagine how that feels having a bunch of people? What's the tunnels that they do a kids game? It's kind of the same thing. You know, just imagine coming through that. I mean, just it had to be awesome. I don't know why it made me think of the catwalk, Tony. <laughs> but you know, Jesus here was publicly proclaiming. That he was the Messiah. And this wasn't the first time that he had been to Jerusalem. But this is the first time he was coming saying, proclaiming that I am God. The first time. And like we read there, fulfilling prophecy in the, the fifth verse there. Say to the daughter of Zion, behold, your king, is, your king is coming to you humble and mounted on a donkey, on a colt, the fowl of a beast of burden. That goes back to Zechariah, I think it was 9-9, nine, nine, if I remember correctly. So the question is, like, why was Jesus on a donkey? Maybe I thought of that. Why was Jesus on a donkey? I mean, wouldn't you think as a mighty king, they would be coming on this big, huge stallion, you know, with their hordes of armies behind them? Wouldn't you kind of picture that? Are you guys awake? That's not what I would picture. Like if a mighty king was coming, when you kind of like see that big stallion with the big armies behind them with their flags, Jesus come humbly on a donkey. A donkey that's never been ridden. Pretty weird, isn't it? Like, do you think it's weird? Yes? No? Come on, wake up. They even know you're going to have to give them some lessons. they got to wake up. They need to borrow your lessons. <laughs> but you see, the, the people, they were expecting the king that I'm, I was talking about there with the stallion. They were expecting that. They wanted to get rid of the Roman oppression. 
So they thought a king was going to come and set up a kingdom and overthrow the Romans. Jesus comes in humble. Prince of Peace on a donkey. And they're throwing their garments and they're waving their palm leaves and throwing their palm leaves. And then a week later, or they were all saying again, what was it, Rachel? There you go. She loves me. Hosanna. Blessed is the king. Save us. Please save us. And a week later, those same people, or a few days later, those same people were saying, crucify him. Because he wasn't what they were expecting. But he is what they needed. There's a big difference there. He is what they needed. But not what they were expecting. They wanted that physical kingdom. They wanted that over, the overthrow of the Roman oppression. Release those shackles. And that's why it talks about King David there. They wanted to restore that. That King David and Solomon and all them had. Hosanna. Save us. All the celebrations. You know, the garments and, and all that again. I mean, those meant different things. Their power and might. The spreading of the garments meant recognition, loyalty, promise of support. The palm leaves were emblematic of victory and success. And Jesus came on a donkey. Came on a donkey. It's just crazy to think about. That peace and humility. And they were expecting this big king. And like I said, a few days later, they were releasing the worst prisoner. Crucify Jesus instead. The worst prisoner that deserved it. But crucified Jesus instead. So who is this Jesus? Who is this Jesus? What's it say there? This is the prophet Jesus from Nazareth of Galilee. And they're like, from Nazareth? The prophet? Have you been trying to seek Jesus? What version of Jesus have you been seeking? Is it the one where you can kind of live your life and do whatever you want and still go to heaven? Or is it the Jesus that came on the donkey? That bled and died for you. And you can give him all of yourself to him and do what he wants you to do. Which Jesus are you seeking? They were seeking the wrong one. They were seeking, again, someone to to overthrow Rome. And Jesus was saying, I'll set you free. Not what you're thinking, but I'll set you free. And as I was studying through this this week, 
You know, I usually write pages and pages and pages and pages of notes. The last couple days, Jesus just said, trust me, son. You know how hard that is? I know Brother John, you run a time with too, don't you? The last couple days, he just said, trust me. I'll give you the words. It's hard. That's very hard. But I'm looking for the Jesus that says, be free. What are you looking for? He came and he bled and he died. And we'll probably hear more about that next week. My third point of morning, he came out. Victorious over death on the grave. They weren't expecting that. They were expecting Jesus to come in and clean house. Can't you imagine one of those people? Oh, Jesus is going to take care of your Romans. It's not what he came for. It's not what he was about. He came in peace. That's what that donkey represented. The king came in peace. To sacrifice himself for every single one of us and every single one of those people out there in the world. He came to do that for all of us. Which Jesus were you looking for? Which Jesus were you looking for? You know, one of the sections, I think it was Luke 19 or Luke 21, where I can't remember exactly where the story was. It's, and again, it was the exact same story. But it says in, I think it was verse, yeah, actually it was verse 43. That's one of the notes I did write down. It says, Jesus weeps for Jerusalem. Jesus weeps for Jerusalem. Kind of made me feel good that it says Jesus weeps. Because <laughs> I cry all the time. But it wasn't just a cry. He was wailing for Jerusalem. Why? Because he, they weren't expecting him. They were missing the opportunity to find him. He was there in front of them. And they missed that opportunity. And he's wailing because of their spiritual blindness. The leader, like... They knew the book, right? They knew, they knew the Old Testament. That's why he always referenced those the prophets. So they would know this is Jesus who we've been waiting on. This is the Messiah who we've been waiting on. And they celebrated and celebrated and celebrated. Jesus wails. Jesus cries. They miss the opportunity. They miss the opportunity. Who is this Jesus? Who is this Jesus? I just really don't want you to miss that opportunity at this point. Jesus is still Lord of Lords and King of Kings. And He's still on the throne. He still came out of that grave. That grave was empty. And if that grave wasn't empty, we're wasting our time. And He's passing by here this morning. And He might be calling out to you. Don't miss this opportunity. 
Don't miss this opportunity. Because it may never come by again. It may never come by again. And Jesus was wailing, crying. Again, it made me feel pretty good. It's okay. Spiritual blindness. Spiritual blindness. I got so much of my heart and mind, I can't even already get it out. I truly believe there's people that are here that are struggling with salvation. Jesus came and He died for you. I can't make it any more clear than that. He died for you. And all you have to do is turn it over to Him. All that sin, all that struggle, all that everything. Just turn it over to Him. Turn it over to him. Cry out. Hosanna. Save me, Lord. You guys ever have a message that you just can't hardly say? Well, you. Do what you know you need to do. It's scary. Accepting the Lord is scary. It changes everything. You're not your own anymore. You don't call the shots anymore. But it's necessary. Jesus came to fix that condition of our hearts. 
And that's the problem. We are sinners. And without Jesus dying on the cross for us, there was no hope. And we were going to go to that sinner's hell that was not created for us. But Jesus came lived a perfect 33 and a half years without sin. Was tempted just like every single one of us, even more. Was persecuted and died. He died. He was dead. They put Him in a tomb. And He rose again. He rose again. And He lives forever. Our our God, that's what separates us from every other religion. Our God is alive. Our God is alive. Question you got to ask yourself this morning again. Who is this Jesus to you? Jesus to you. Brother Mike, would you get a verse of amazing grace? Just want to ask that everybody stand this morning. I know this is a little different. But God's just been telling me, trust me. And I'm trying to trust. And sometimes it's not easy because you're going to write every note in the world and you know go through this and that, and it's not easy. I'm just trying to get myself out of the way and trust him. And I want to ask this morning, if Jesus is calling to your heart, do that same thing. Just accept it. Just accept it. Because He is who He said He was. Lord of lords, King of kings. Amen.